Welcome to Cord Killers, the show about getting stuff out of your blood, but also watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm so glad you said that, Tom Merritt. I'm Brian Brushwood, and let me kick that back to you. How do we get anything out of anyone's blood? Are we phlebotomists on the show? I believe it's cheesecloth. Yes, the show that uses cheesecloth <laughs> to, um, uh, you know, Brexit to get Lady Chatterley out of your blood. Go on. Yeah. Or Bryce, tell us about the show. Okay, that was a trailer for Netflix's upcoming film adaptation of Lady Chatterley's Lover. This is one of the earliest published scandalous romantic novels uh, of the day. Uh, Streaming on Netflix December 2nd. It looks like a... Uh, I don't know. It's very soap opera-y now, right? The idea of, you know, uh, oh, a, a lady ends up falling in love with the gardener. Um, Out of wedlock. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was scandalous at the time, uh, but now it's just kind of soap opera-y now. Uh, before we bring in our guest, uh, that's one of the things we talked about on one of our other podcasts, uh, Great Night, how, uh, you know, nowadays it's like, oh my goodness, Songs are so explicit. And yet, back in the 1950s, 60s, or whatever, you would have Frank Sinatra saying, let's make love. And people <gasps> would be like, oh, Jesus Christ, Frank, what are you doing? You're just talking about making love. Uh, Rock and roll. I think I know what he means by that. <laughs> exactly. But for more detail, uh, explicitly to the best that you can, Brian Dunaway, um, how do you make love? Oh, how do I make love? Uh, I'm not giving away that secret. You would, you've been trying to get that from me for years, <laughs> ever since I've known you. All right, well, I'm not telling. Swinging a miss on my part. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, man. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, how's everybody doing? It's been a year. It's been over a year since last time I've been here. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So much has changed. Time, time COVID I now. I'm spending at least another $10 on streaming services, so I've got things to say. Ooh, that All sounds right, like a good. perfect lead-in to the mm. primary what? target. Well, uh, as we talked about previously on the show, the streaming TV landscape is changing. Uh, the rush to launch new services has ended, and now begins the fight to survive the culling by folks like Brian Dunaway as they decide mm-hmm. which of these services am I actually going to keep? Which ones are worth paying for? Uh, we're going to look at two ways companies are approaching this right now. First is Netflix. Netflix's method to keep subscribers is uh, is multi multifaceted. Uh, so we're going to talk about Netflix and then we're going to talk about Warner Brothers Discovery. Let's start with Netflix though. Uh, one method they're using is the cheaper tier. So Netflix basic with ads, $6.99 a month, just launched last week in Australia, Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Korea, Mexico, Spain, the UK, and the US. And is not available on your Apple TV, although support for that is coming soon. Uh, it's also not available on Chromecasts prior to Google TV, also not on the PlayStation 3, so they've, they've got a little uh, work to do on this, but it's going to be available on all of that. Also, some of the shows aren't available because uh, they don't have the rights to run ads next to them. The Verge's Jay Peters took the new service for a spin, uh, just to see how bad the ad load was. Netflix was saying it would be like four to five minutes of ads per hour. And Peter said it was pretty much that. They didn't go over that. But it was kind of uh, inconsistent. So ads were about 15 to 30 seconds, but you never knew where they were going to show up. Uh, you can pause the ads, but you can't skip them. Netflix branded shows always had a pre-roll ad. So there, there was pretty consistently one before the show started, but whether they had one in the middle or not varied, sometimes they didn't have any, sometimes they had as many as three. And then some shows like community and Seinfeld didn't have any ads at all. Uh, Dunaway, are are you tempted to, to get the discount to go ads on Netflix? Well, um, 
I do not mind ads. Typically, I watch stuff like Tubi.tv, which is ad-sponsored. Uh, but with Netflix, I'm a little more conflicted. Uh, I don't like ads during movies as much. TV shows not doesn't really bother me because usually the TV shows I've watched in the past are usually uh, network TV shows, and they they cut them just right. They fade out mm -hmm. just the right time. It's very natural, organic. I'm a little worried. Uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the first to try this out because I feel like in the very early experiences is going to be ads, just like YouTube. YouTube's the worst about it. You'll be watching something on YouTube and just right in the middle of a sentence, it's like boom, you're an ad. I don't care for that. So uh, yeah, I'm okay with ads, but not until you get it down pat and make me feel comfortable about it, cutting in the right places. Although I will say that the machine learning that YouTube has been using lately is supernatural. Mm. Like uh, we've done monorogue episodes that were themed around a certain thing. And then we would pause to take a breath before we're about to talk about, I don't know, ballistics or, 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 or calibers or whatever. And then suddenly during that break, <laughs> it would recognize this was a natural pause. And then right. a political ad showed up like, do you think guns are great? And I'm like, whoa, 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 this is not what I want. Uh, and so it's almost too good. But uh, Tom, you framed something in a way that I don't think I've ever thought about it before. Uh, I have always assumed that a ad-supported version of a paid service is nothing but, you know, the marijuana that'll lead you into eventually mm -hmm. doing heroin. Um, but the idea that it could be customer retention is phenomenal to me. And and I, 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 of the four of us, uh, uh, Bryce, Brian, Tom, like like would any of us consider like you're about to drop a thing, but if you could pay half as much you would keep it with ads. I've done it before. Uh, really? I think is, is Peacock, I think is that way. Yeah. If I'm not Peacock, mistaken, yeah. Peacock, yeah, you can I'm... pay the highest price possible and they still show yeah. you ads for other Peacock yeah. things. <laughs> I have a whole thing about that. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've dropped back on uh, a Peacock before. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not watching anything right now, but there's a few shows I occasionally do want to watch. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can deal with some ads. And then if they start annoying me, I can just kill them right there. You just, you just log in and you upgrade and goodbye commercials. Mm. See you later. I, I, I would sooner rather just turn off the service and pause it for a month or so and then come back to it when it's time. In general, there, um, uh, to me, I would much rather not have ads at all. And I would rather pay for when I'm using the service and when I'm watching the stuff than keep a cheaper version that it's got ads and is even less enjoyable to watch. Tom? Yeah, I, I, I sort of feel like I'm lucky in that I am no longer uh, 1990s era Tom, where I'm slicing and dicing my money so fine that I have to look at Netflix and go, well, I want to keep it, but I need to save these $6 a month. Uh, but I know people are. I've been there before, so I get where that's a choice. For me personally, especially because I'm doing this show and it's all tax exempt. Uh, I would probably only go back to an ad version after canceling a service. In other words, I, I stopped subscribing to it because I wasn't watching anything. And then when I wanted to go back and try it, I just didn't want to go full throttle yet because I wanted to test it. So I don't want to spend too much of money on it, which is what I did with Peacock, right? I originally signed up with the ad version. And then once we started watching things on it regularly, then we upgraded to get rid of right. the ads because they started to cause a problem. But I, I, that's where I'm at is the, the cheaper ad version is more of a, well, this will allow me to dip my toe in the water without spending as much money quite yet. Yeah, I think you're on the right track with the thinly slicing things because you you find yourself in little corners that are so precise. Like, for example, I don't hate, hate, hate that we're spending $2.99 for every time we buy and watch an episode of Miami Vice. Boy, oh boy, considering that I'm only going to watch it once and never again I wouldn't mind an ad if I was only paying $1 per episode for that. Sure. Or nothing. Yeah. If you could just stream it somewhere. Uh, and, and for people who don't realize we're watching Miami Vice and spoiler time, it was on Peacock, uh, uh, but it is no longer on, on Peacock. You, you can only get it by buying it. So, Better all right. Tom. Meanwhile, Warner brothers discovery is taking the consolidation route. So another way you can go is to say, well, we'll keep people 
by combining forces. We'll take two of our streaming services and put them in one. Uh, that way we've reduced the choice they have to make. Uh, and, and they're not choosing between two of our products. We're, we're giving lots of people lots of cool stuff uh, and they'll all want to come into our tent. It is planning to combine HBO Max and Discovery Plus this spring. So they've moved it up. They originally had said they were going to combine it in the summer. Now they're going to do it faster. Uh, the two services right now combined have 94.9 million subscribers, which would uh, put it starting to be in the class of Disney Plus and Netflix, which are 200 million subscribers plus. Uh, though it's not clear when they combine them if some of those are dupes. You know, some people might have both of them right now, so they'd lose some, but probably not a lot. Uh, it's not clear what it will look like, what it will be called, uh, but they did clarify that it will cost more. Warner's head of streaming, J.B. Perret, said prices will head, quote unquote, north. Uh, which I assume means up. Which uh, it's it's very north centric of Perrette to say that. Very anti Australian, if exactly. I can say. Yeah. Uh, HBO Max is now fourteen ninety nine a month uh, or nine ninety nine with ads. Discovery Plus is six ninety nine a month or four ninety nine with ads. Uh, by comparison, Netflix's top tier is fifteen forty nine a month. So if it goes up from fourteen ninety nine, it's going to go back to being the most expensive service out there. Uh, Warner also plans to offer its own free ad supported streaming service or fast service next year as well. So that might be proffered as an alternative uh, for folks who don't want to pay the new combined tier. Dunaway, how does all of this strike you? Well, it hits me uh, just fine because I have Discovery Plus because I watch a lot of uh, true crime stuff. And then I've got HBO Max where, you know, I watch my Game of Thrones and now the House of Dragons and uh, John Oliver. I watch a couple of things on HBO Max. So this is fine by me. Yeah. Combine the two. Just don't give me another HBO something. HBO Live, Go, Max. Just figure it out. Just do good Max or something. Just I don't care about Discovery Plus. That name doesn't holding any fire to me to be honest with you <laughs> true crime maybe oh you uh, do not uh, uh cause brian don't. to brand hulk <laughs> out on, on this uh <laughs> we'll get the emails at cordkillers at gmail.com but i do wonder if maybe there's a bit of a tactical strategy happening that by moving things faster to consolidate everything, regardless of what the name is, uh, because you can always rebrand it later, like there's a value to just having energy and momentum and being in that top three. If, as we've talked about over the last month or so, it looks like we've hit peak number of over-the-top streaming services, now we get the the great consolidation, the Deadpool, as we talked about last week, um, Maybe just by doing literally anything, you're able to capture more headlines, capture more subscribers, put them all in a big pool, and you could sort out exactly what you're going to call it later. I, how does that land with you, Tom? Yeah, I, I, I don't know that most people are going to care except for the first day that they post on Mastodon about how upset they are about the name. Uh, most people aren't really going to care one way or the other. It's going to be the price and, and what yeah. the shows are. Um, I'm curious, Dunaway, do you pay for the ad free or the ad versions of Discovery oh, Plus? Once, like you said earlier, Tom, I'm in a financial place where I'm much more stable. And so I do get the ad free on both of those. Okay. Um, so you're paying yeah. $22 a month for the combined. Yeah. What would you pay for the combined once they actually put these two together? If you put them together, I'm only paying $19.99. I'm sorry, HBO discovery plus you're, I mean, I'm not going 22. <laughs> so you will, you will, you will not keep paying what you're paying now this, once they combine. Right. Them. This is what happens whenever they change. Anytime you change a, 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 a price, Point that we've agreed upon i'm fine like i've had hbo max i don't even watch it that much to be honest with you and i'm like i probably should cut it off but i haven't thought anything about it until they start talking about prices and then i'm like hmm let me think about this for a minute what am i doing here i'm really spending too much money and then i, then I feel I'm, like then I 20 back. bucks is what they're going to come with because it's it going to be so. north gonna... of 15 but yeah. they're not going to want to put a two so i think yeah. 1999 sounds about right yeah it would it will be fine for me personally but once that's once again so i wonder if we're trending towards like a four-player console war you've got amazon mm. prime netflix yeah. 
Disney Plus and everybody else. So if if Discovery and uh, HBO Max together can make themselves the value proposition, even at $19.99 or 20 bucks or whatever, uh, and say, look at how much more stuff we have than everybody else, yeah. then if, if you're not really thinking about quality, if you're not thinking about specific shows that you're uh, emotionally entwined with, um, I don't know, there could be something there. And I think they're going to move a lot of Discovery stuff to the fast service as sort of a way to get you in the tent. They'll probably put some of the the, the scripted stuff from HBO's HBO Max side as well, like first couple episodes sort of thing there. Uh, but but I imagine they're going to move people to the fast service or to the upgraded service, and they're going to push the the combined service as live sports. So they're they're going to be doing a bunch of NBA stuff on there that that's on TNT and TBS right now. They're going to be doing live news. They're going to be pushing their CNN stuff on there. Uh, and then they're going to be talking about all the great programming, the best programming in the world from HBO, uh, the best reality shows in the world from food and, and discovery science, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they, I, they've got a strong pitch to make, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, although I suspect when it comes to the advertising portion, they'll probably focus on the most, the most shows, the most episodes, the most opportunities, the biggest, uh, the most sports, the most news, the most live TV. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. And, 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 and the most best shows, even like the most Emmys and then do that thing yeah, where it's like yeah, they're counting technical Emmys and all that. Mm -hmm. Do you mean that the max Emmys? Ah. The maximum. Get the max. The, oh, the max Emmys. Oh, the max damn. Emmy. no! It's it's baked into the name. Okay, can can we do a, a quick max. pulse checks on uh, a pulse check on where we are as far as the name? Are are they going to keep Max or HBO or Discovery? Who like which which of the egos win? I honestly, if it were me, I would just keep it HBO Max yeah. with Discovery as a channel now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the numbers, Discovery is, I believe, more financially successful and eyeballs more successful. But prestige-wise, HBO the Max is wise, more yeah. Right. Yeah. successful. So, so you I, use I, the Discovery you. name inside the app, but you just keep the service that. named HBO Max. It's perfect. It's got HBO and a maximum number of other things. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do a gentle, I'm just going to throw this out here in case I'm right. This is one of those, you know, blind uh, dart throws. Um, instead of HBO Max, the most I would recommend is maybe call it Max with HBO or something. Like, like just I can make see it them Max. doing something where they're like, it's Max. And inside Max, you get CNN, HBO, HBO right. Discovery, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So no hyphens in. Not like a bad marriage or nothing. Are you? Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> or a good marriage or a healthy or good marriage. marriage. I'm sorry. You're right. You're or, right. Wow. I didn't know that we were going to talk about smashing the patriarchy. Uh, uh, hey, man, if you want to smash the patriarchy, head on over to the patriarchy's least favorite website, <laughs> patreon.com. It's mad because it sounds so much like patriarchy. Meanwhile, patriarchy is trying to be all like kings and bloodlines and entitlement to riches. And Patreon is like, I don't know, maybe let people do what they want when they want whatever device they choose yeah. maybe you keep them alive and independent by giving just a dollar an episode and becoming a personal boss to tom and brian and brian and bryce uh <laughs> head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash cord killers you'll get your own rss feed you'll get early access to content and exclusive as uh, access to our after talk segment Nailed yeah it. landed it. fight Take fire with fire. gotcha Got him. Fight fire with fire. Give money to two old white guys at patreon.com <laughs> slash code. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, I don't know how to spin that, Tom. You really threw mm. me a tough one there. <laughs> Uh, well, you, well, you just <laughs> blindly give us your money. We'll talk about how to watch. <laughs> by, by the way, kudos to Bryce, who was able to sell that with laughter, but also yes. have his hand on the trigger. So as you said, how to watch, he was able to transition over. That was amazing. <laughs> well done. Well Very done, talented. Bryce Castillo. Uh, channels like Showtime and Stars have been available as add-ons to other services for a while now. I'm not just talking about cable services. I'm 
talking about Sling TV, Hulu Live. Uh, you can even add them on to non-cable replacement services like Apple TV or Amazon Prime Video. YouTube TV, which is YouTube's version of cable TV, has offered them as well. But now you can add them to YouTube. Not YouTube TV, mm. just regular old YouTube proper without having to have a YouTube TV subscription. It's called Primetime Channels, available in the United States with more than 30 channels that you can add to YouTube. When you add a channel this way, they become like your YouTube channel subscriptions. So they appear on your YouTube homepage next to your other subscriptions. The new Star Trek Picard might show up right next to Daily Tech News Show, right next to Carrie Cake's Tour of Inchon, right next to Modern Rogue. Paid channels will integrate with their free YouTube channels. So you could pay for AMC Plus on YouTube and go right from watching a trailer for Interview with the Vampire on AMC's YouTube channel into watching the actual new series. Uh, there's also cast interviews, behind-the-scenes videos, stuff like that. Among the channels available on the Movies and TV Shows Hub in YouTube are Showtime, Paramount+, Plus, Stars, AMC+, Epic, Shudder, Acorn TV, Hallmark Movies Now, and a bunch more. Hmm. Dunaway, would you do this? Would you add stars to YouTube? I I Showtime. don't know. That's complicated. Uh, I have a love-hate with YouTube, and so I, I subscribed to Premium for the first time just this year so that I could listen to retro uh, historical videos uh, with, uh, while uh, having my phone you know, clicked off so I can watch yeah, even the, uh, I can, I can when, when your yeah. screen's locked, you get background, background, right, listening. right, right. That's what right. It's so yeah, I can yeah, continue yeah. to listen. Correct. Correct. So, uh, I've never really watched much of anything on here, but now I'm curious, but I, I just don't know. I, I, I feel like that's just kind of out of YouTube's lane for can, me in my mind. Can, they got, they got to, they're going to convince me. So is what uh, I'm saying. let me offer the following, um, postulate and people can respond at cordkillers at gmail.com. Um, on paper, this is bonkers, stupid, and I would never support it. Uh, mm. The idea that 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 you know, uh, YouTube as a brand, which already has a problem of figuring out exactly what it wants to be, is it a low resolution vlogger or is it a high resolution incredible think piece or or what have you? Uh, is it shorts? Is it long form? Are we rewarding rewarding viewer minutes? Is it a cable service? All of those things. Um, are so bonkers that the idea of, of getting, going even more bonkers is just stupid. But mm. on the flip side, Brian just nailed it. It took you however long you skipped over YouTube Red, you skipped over yeah. YouTube Premium, up until there came one moment where you just wanted to hear that song and be able to turn off the screen. <laughs> so you press shut up, I'll do the thing. I don't know what yeah. I'm signing up for, just do the thing which subverts the whole idea that maybe like, 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 yes, all the on paper, all of these things are dumb, 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 dumb. But if it watches you listen and watch to enough reviews about, let's say walking dead episodes or whatever, at some point it'll just say, Oh, by the way, did you ever see this monitor uh, or not monitor <laughs> this, this, this uh, walking dead featurette. And you'll just find yourself at that. Yes or no. Do I click whatever this thing is? Just give me the thing. And then you'll be fine. So I, I actually don't know what the right answer is on this one. Tom, uh, do you have a read either way? I kind of feel like this is genius. It mm. may not work because they may not be able to get everyone to play ball. But the fact that Paramount Plus is on here, and I know Paramount Plus is also on Amazon okay. and Apple TV, so they've got a different approach. But if this could become... Oh, I, I just want a platform so I can have one bill and I can easily add and remove channels as I need them. Uh, that That's what a lot of people say is like, ah, I'm tired of having to track down a bunch of subscriptions. I just want one platform. And Amazon's trying to be that. Apple's trying to be that. And now YouTube is trying to be that. Uh, I think is genius because what Apple and Amazon Prime don't have is a place where you're already sitting and watching stuff. And if you realize, well, wait a minute, you mean I could watch all my stuff in one app and, and have one bill. Uh, if YouTube could get HBO Max, Peacock, 
Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it starts Netflix. I mean, it starts to feel less and less possible as I say those names, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But if they could, uh, that would be the magic wand. And they don't have a competing service because YouTube itself is not competing with those. YouTube itself is a different area that all of them have channels on. Netflix has a channel. Disney has a channel on YouTube. If they can convince them like, hey, this is synchronous. Like you're just going to extend the relationship you already have with your fan base on here. That, that could be really compelling for both consumers and brands. So here's my question. Uh, I think of Netflix as a channel. I think of Amazon as a marketplace. YouTube there was a time I thought of it as a channel, but now I wonder if maybe they're making a play to be a marketplace. Mm -hmm. Like what if all the back catalog, what, I mean, this is highly speculative, but let's say the whole back catalog of scam school or modern rogue or whatever, they were like, Hey, would you like to charge 50 cents for anyone who wants to access any of these previous 20 minute episodes that you've you done can, for the and last you can 10 already years. do something similar to that, right? You can, you can do subscription things. So it wouldn't be a big leap for them to just go right to what you're talking about. So maybe what they're trying to do is be a literal marketplace of ideas, yeah. a marketplace of, of brands, of, video. of, of right. all, everything. Yeah. Yeah. From, 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 from Carrie's video blogs to scam school back episodes to Star Trek Picard right? The, uh, the whole gamut. Cause, cause they also have, people don't realize they have movies and TV shows through Google. What used to be Google play movies yeah, and TV yeah. shows also integrated into YouTube. So you can already buy and rent movies and TV shows through YouTube. So this is just the next piece of the puzzle here. Uh, Bryce, is that, is that too hill to climb, uh, too high a hill to climb? Or could you ever think of YouTube in the same way you think of Amazon as a place you go to get the media for the things that you want? Oh, that's tough because I do watch a lot of YouTube. I'm in YouTube a lot. Right. Um, and I, there are creators who I like to support, but I don't do any of that through YouTube as a, as a machine. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not buying my TV and movies there. I'm going right. to buy them somewhere else. Okay. So, so I'm not having a train. I, I haven't had a transaction with YouTube in that way that some of the stuff that they've been rolling out, like super chats and subscriptions and stuff, I, I haven't gone through those steps. I guess what, what I'm speculating is um, right now, let's say there was a conspiracy theory that over the course of the second season of Gilligan's Island, they explained how to build a, 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 a thermonuclear bomb or whatever. Uh, if you're like, well, I want to put this to the test and see if it's real, where would you go? And I feel like we would all go to Amazon or uh, you know Apple TV or, or, or some store, some marketplace. Um, other people, though, I think would go to think pieces on YouTube to mm -hmm. to find clips of all these things under fair use. And why not go ahead and offer, just give us five bucks and you can have the entire, you could sign up for whatever, whoever has the license at this point. Yeah, right, right. I'm not sure it's me. going to work because I think they would have to get everybody on board to really get momentum with people mm -hmm. and change that bright, that attitude that Bryce expressed, which is, yeah, I go to YouTube to watch video, but I don't, I don't pay them for things. I don't buy things there. I think <laughs> they need to have, they need to make a change of behavior and I'm not sure right. they will be able to get enough people in this tent to make a change in behavior, but it's an, it's an interesting idea that they could. Not impossible. All right, let's talk about something that is possible. What to watch in under surveillance. James Gunn has been talking about some of his plans for DC. On Twitter, he told fans that uh, he and Safran are listening to all their concerns, all their ideas, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, the, the, the Suicide Squad cut. Uh, but he wrote, all... Our initial focus is on the story going forward, hammering out the new DCU and telling the biggest story ever told across multiple films, television shows, and animated projects. Dunaway, what does he mean by the biggest story ever told? Ah, that's a good question. Uh, I don't even know what the biggest story ever told is. I'm assuming that he's talking about the whole DC universe. And it's, I'm sorry, it's uh, Brian, according to these pieces of paper in front of me, you were <laughs> brought onto the show specifically <laughs> as because the spokesman for James Gunn. <laughs> I, I, 
<laughs> no idea. Well, what I, is he I referring to? The biggest story ever told. Is it Superman? I, is that it? I, the I Justice League? The what is it? Told? I already like told the yeah. Justice League. Uh, is he talking about the whole universe in itself? I mean, because of the, uh, oh, I don't know. I think he's, I don't know. I really think he's just trying to, I, really what the DC problem is, of course, with the DCU is it is really just a, a, a problem with this audience. We've kind of lost trust with a lot of things in the past. And so uh, doing this kind of grassroots Twitter, what do you guys think? I think that's that's a good start. A it, good start. I have no idea what he means by that. No, like, by the big... I, I could think he means <laughs> like, oh, the origins of Superman and Batman, but I can't imagine he's going to go back and tell an origin story again. Oh, God. So then it's another, the crisis on Infinite Earths, maybe, but they've kind of touched on that on the CW. Right. So, but they Brian, what are everything? they talking about? Uh, okay. okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, branding, Brian, activate. Okay, you got your MCU. It's all highly structured. They got this rigid yes. ladder about a you know story with continuity, and then they have to break continuity by expanding into multiverses. Everything, oh, everything, all cubicles, all Disney, oh, so constricted. You know what would be bigger is to tell whatever kind of story you want at any time you want with all the characters you want with whatever actors you want, and nothing matters. There's no continuity issues. You could tell stories of little children. You could tell stories of adults. You could tell stories that take place in the 1800s, in the 1900s, in the 2700s. It's the biggest story ever told, is what I'm imagining he's implying by this and that's me and being you capitalize that when you say biggest story ever told <laughs> well well uh, uh you certainly don't call it the greatest story ever told person. yeah great oh maybe he is going to uh combine the bible with the dcu yeah oh uh, that'd be fantastic uh, uh, welcome to our new segment it? it's called steel manning the man of steel <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't know uh i i think <laughs> I think I, uh, I'm nowhere different than I was last week when we mentioned James Gunn is taking over co-running DC, which is like, can't wait to see what he does. Yeah. Well, here it is. Yeah. I Look mean, I, 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 uh, HBO. I, I, sorry, just to put mm -hmm. a button on it. Uh, the same way that, that you just I'm, wanted to wait till I started the next story. Before no, you gave no, me no, the no, 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 no. Okay, fine. No, I get it. I just I want to it. clarify my, you know what? Uh, uh, the case rests. <laughs> Button in no, like you gotta a, tell uh, us YouTube now. AI. Okay, okay. Uh, so uh, one one trick that you may have figured out from two seasons of World's Greatest Con is what does it mean to be the greatest? Do you mean the most expansive, the biggest, the smallest, the most effective, the cleverest, the most fun, the biggest roller coaster ride? Are we talking about story quality or whatever? So if he's using the word biggest in the same way that we use greatest in World's Greatest Con, mm -hmm. then Sure. Uh, by all means, just say that, you know, similar to saying the number one, number one by what? By, you know, this study or by bookings or what what have you. Maybe it's a mission statement then. In yeah. other words, like in the writer's room, you make sure your story fits in, can be described as one of the biggest stories ever told, and then we'll let you do it. Actually, I could totally see that you, somebody writes on a board or they, you know, engrave it, post it up there. It's like, how is this part of the biggest story in comic books history. And then yeah, every, yeah. like that's a lens through which everybody views that. I could, I, I'd buy that. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think we cracked mm -hmm. it. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> HBO has set January 15th as the premiere date for The Last of Us, uh, the show based on the video game, The Last of Us, which stars Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie. Time to check in with Brian Brushwood on how his gut feels about this show. Hopefully, January 15th. What about you, Brian Dunaway? I'm hopeful as well. I, I saw the little tease they did in that giant big look what we're doing next year. And it looked good, but it wasn't enough to really know what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm excited. Very hopeful. We'll see. Beware the Ides of January. <sighs> January 15th. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's close to my uh, birthday. <laughs> Netflix announced Monday that it will be making movies and TV shows in the Gears of War video game universe. A live action feature film will come first, followed by an adult animated series. And if those do well, other stories will follow. Dunaway, Gears of War movie, you in? I, I love the game play story. Meh. 
So I'm not as excited about this one. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out for sure. But uh, I love games. I love properties that are based on games. But yeah, not not too hopeful on this one. I had a curious experience reading this headline because it made me think, oh, that would be pretty good. Not as good as a StarCraft movie. And then I right. thought, why doesn't Blizzard do movies? And then I thought, oh, wait, they did. <laughs> and oh, yeah. then, uh, and uh, I was left feeling empty and less hopeful about The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, here's something you can feel unhopeful about because uh, it's over. HBO has canceled Westworld. Uh, that means that the fourth season is the final season. Uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy had hoped for a fifth season. Uh, they had planned to return the story to the original Westworld, uh, but it is not to be. A source told Variety the show was not canceled over cost-cutting measures. Hmm. I mean, that's definitely Dunaway, clear. Will you miss Westworld? Yeah. You know what? I'm thrilled. I went out on a total high on Westworld. I experienced the very last season of Westworld in the very best way possible, which involved weeks of like uh, hearing meditations and storytelling from Bryce and Tom. And then I got to just binge the whole thing. And that's the right way to blow up the Death Star. <laughs> Love it. I'm the Westworld. I, I didn't watch except for the first season. And I kind of got bored with it. I'm sorry. That's the other to best way now, now to enjoy West the World. Last, right. You can finish the last three knowing that there won't be any more. You're, you're not I'm, get I'm actually hanging. excited now. Now I know I can go back and watch three and be done. <laughs> uh, Star kidding. Wars okay. Andor getting a lot of love out there. Star Wars Andor series creator Tony Gilroy told Collider that season two will begin filming on November 21st. Andor has two seasons planned. The first season covers a year in Cass Andor's life uh, in 12 episodes. We're, we're close to finishing that right now. And the second season, the one they're about to start shooting, will have four blocks of three episodes each, each block covering a year leading up to the events of the movie Rogue One. Are you watching Andor, Dunaway? I am watching Andor. This I'm excited about, and I'm glad to see there's a second season, and uh, I'm, I'm, I like how they've outlined it so far. So this looks this looks good. So this looks good. Liking it. I had heard a, a bit of chatter on um, uh, Mastodon that, uh, <laughs> that, that Andor was not getting the love that it needed, uh, and there was a question about whether or not that story would continue, but... Um, uh, it it dips some, but it's like some of these other Star Wars uh, series. Yeah, It'll dip some. But I do like like look. If I had a choice between just getting one season of this wonderful, wonderful best thing that Disney's ever done with Star Wars, anything, uh, or, or 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 like or or a second one where mm -hmm. you know it's like three four mini movies. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Just give me more Andor. I, I just, I, I'm not scratching my arm. You're scratching your arm. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm not melting Andor down into a spoon. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, wait. I, th I thought you meant you were dissolving the human being as if he was Beskar into a Beskar spoon. <laughs> yeah. And then shooting him up. Exactly. That's the metaphor of how good Andor is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it too. I, I think it is, uh, I, I still like The Mandalorian for different reasons, though. Oh, yeah. uh, Andor is the first show that really allows me to explore the Star Wars universe without baggage, which is something I know Brian has been calling for for a long time, and a lot of other people have, too. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see how they connect it. Remember, Andor is a prequel. This is one of the hardest things to pull off, a prequel. It is a literal prequel to Rogue One, uh, and it doesn't feel that way in any way at all agreed uh in somewhat related news lucasfilm announced more casting for the acolyte uh the acolyte is another disney plus show uh, run by russian doll creator leslie headland set in the final days of the high republic so long before the events of the skywalker saga it focuses on a jedi master and a padawan investigating sinister crimes Lucasfilm already announced Amanda Stenberg as part of the cast. In addition to them is Carrie Ann Moss and Squid Games' Lee Jung Jae. Yep. That's, That's the Acolyte, run by Russian doll creator Leslie Headland. 
This sounds good. I'm excited. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm excited. Is it going to be kind of like Loki, though? Is that going to be kind of the thing? Like, uh, so, so they're they're investigating Jedi crimes? I thought it was more supposed to be... I think they're seeking the out the side. Sith. That's okay. my guess, is there's traces of the Sith first start right. bubbling up. I yeah. did watch the Russian doll, and I liked it. So I think I think that style would work really well with uh, a darker take. So I'm down with that. All right, let's talk about what we've got our <laughs> eyes on. Uh, what have you been watching, Brian Dunaway? I've been watching uh, Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead on the Paramount Plus. Uh, he, he's they finally they, they, he's got it right, man. He's he's aged, and uh, I th I think he's doing his best work. Have you watched any of this yet, Tom? These are the new ones. So you're watching you're watching the the brand new ones. The brand new ones. We're no longer in Beavis and Butthead season nine, which was from 2019. We're actually looking at Mike Judge's uh, this original on the Paramount Plus Beavis and Butthead. Uh, the follow follow ups to the uh, the the recent movie they had on Paramount. Yeah, Plus. no, I haven't I haven't uh, seen these yet. Oh, we haven't seen these yet. These are fantastic. They they dive a lot deeper. You, you of course you remember all of the the silly uh, the silly humor from the old Beavis and Butthead. Uh, you know the original YouTube commenters. Uh, and yeah and so and and so this time they're back and uh they're 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 diving deeper into the characters and we get to find out uh i don't want to spoil anything here because there's some things that they they dug deeper into beavis and bud what his characters if, if you had to describe like are they more focused on the characters and the world that they exist in or the satire and the commentary on the world we exist in uh, right. which it, way that, is the spotlight focused is is more inward uh then outward this time around they they still they watch videos like uh, back in the day they would have watched uh, music videos on mtv now they watch uh, a mix of videos they see on youtube as well as just uh just any video on youtube and 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 it's all about hmm. mike judge sitting there and uh making commentary about the videos and then they'll then they'll break out to a story like they used to do uh and they'll explore the characters and they get deep into the into the motivations of, of, you know, who Beavis and Butthead are and some of the, some of the deeper and darker things. Wow. Mike judge, I think is just a, a, a great writer. He's just, he's hilarious too. Bold take. Bold take, right? <laughs> Especially in this day and age. I, Cause at first I was a little worried. I was like, Oh, can Beavis and Butthead? Cause I went back and watched a few of the older episodes and I'm like, no, this isn't really funny. This doesn't really strike me as funny. Some things did because some things were nostalgia. Uh, but I was a little concerned how it fit into 2022. Uh, and I think it fits in quite well. There's a little social commentary about what's going on today and how these characters fit in today. Uh, because I, once again, I don't want to spoil too much for it because it, I don't know. Am I the only one that likes it? I know my, my, my spouse doesn't, but she never liked him back in the day either. Cordkillers at gmail.com. That's where you got to right. write in to support Brian Dunaway on this one. Yeah, uh, I can't say I don't do or don't because I haven't I haven't watched them yet. Maybe yeah, I'll yeah. give it a give it a whirl. Uh, Brushwood, what are you watching? Uh, yes, I'm watching more Andor, but we already talked about that. Uh, just everybody, please watch it. It's great. Uh, but um, uh, do you remember in the very, very early days of Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, uh, before they had a lot of originals, they would just play a lot of animated adult feature or shows yes. that didn't get renewed for a second season. One of them was mission Hill uh, co-created by bill Oakley. I recently ran out of books on audible and I saw an audible original. This is an audio thing, uh, space 1969, uh, which w amazingly, uh, it's, it's, uh, head headed up by uh, Natasha Leon. Is that her name? Uh, from Russian yeah. Doll. From and Russian Doll. Yeah, wow. It, 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 Good job. It begins with JFK being sworn in for his third term after surviving an, an assassination attempt years ago and losing an eye and only looking more awesome with an eye patch and goes to a, a, a space station where uh, Natasha Lyonne uh, encounters Martin Lewis. There's, it's very, very funny. It's very, very good. I loved all four and a half hours of it. Highly, highly, highly recommended. It, it, as soon as you told me about it, I was like, yeah, I've got, I've got to get this. Uh, so it is sitting on my phone, uh, waiting for me to get done with this month's sword and laser pick. Uh, so I can dive in. I, I can't wait to try it out. The, the more you tell me about it, the better it sounds. Yes. 
<laughs> this is me actively trying to not tell you more about it. Otherwise, okay, it's just yeah. Brian tells you, you don't want to push about it. this. You don't want to push yeah. it this whole thing. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, well, well, for me, what I had my eyes on uh, this this weekend was I, as I was sitting here realizing, like, oh, I didn't really watch anything new. Uh, it's because I watched so much sports without a cable mm. subscription. That thing that they say, like, well, I don't want to cut my cable subscription because of sports. Uh, I watched game six of the World Series. Uh, that was the final game that the Houston Astros won. I watched the championship of Major League Soccer won by our local LAFC club here. Uh, I watched the first round of the CFL Grey Cup playoffs where my BC Lions uh, prevailed. And it was all done either through DirecTV Stream or ESPN+. Plus. Um, and and I... I it, it, it was a lot of like background, you know, just ha having it on, sort of keeping an eye on it most of the time. Uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted to emphasize, like I watched all the sports and I didn't have a cable subscription. Yeah, it kind of makes me want to revisit like how many people, corekillers at gmail.com, how many of you guys get in 100% of your sports information without ever trying to get sports information? Uh, because I know that when I go to the local sports bar and, and grill, I'm only there to play uh, Marvel Snap and <laughs> and have a salad. And yet I absorb sports information. You just know all this stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, Dunaway, you, you watch a lot of sports or no? I, I watch a little sports. So I'm mostly football. I watch a little college football. I watch a little NFL football. Uh, and most of that's done through, I, I, I got ESPN plus cause I have the Disney Hulu ESPN package. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I, if I want to watch some NFL, if my team is doing well, I kind of always start at the beginning of the season. I'm like, okay, if my team is doing well, I'll subscribe to your stupid NFL plus thing. Otherwise forget it. Cause I'm not watching everybody, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And I got, I got, I got my stats on my, uh, on my fantasy league football team. So, you know, that, that's good enough for me. I'll, I'll catch the highlights here and there. And that's, I guess still get a pretty good bit of sports in. Who's your NFL team? Oh, the Carolina Path Panthers, who I'm not talking about right oh, now. Oh, okay. You're just your local yeah. team. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I oh, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm all about local, man. That's what I, that's how I live. Before we had the Panthers, I was a Falcons fan because I was the closest team physically. Closest that one. I could yeah. Pull. yeah, it's the closest right. one. There you go. That's my team. All right, Bryce, what should we be on the lookout for? Hey, I got a pick for you guys. I, I ended up watching um, a, a new anime on Netflix over the weekend. Uh, it's hmm. called Exception. Uh, this is, this is interesting. It's a sci-fi drama anime um, about a, a crew who are, uh, on a on a vessel to terraform a ship before a generation ship full of humans uh, arrives at the planet, um, but because of reasons, um, the the crew of that ship can't just transport. They can't just warp to the planet. They have to be three D printed at the planet. So oh. they are clones of people on that generation ship. Cool, oh. but. Then a solar flare happens during the printing, and one of uh -oh. the crew members turns in, has got this monstrous chimeric sort of look, um, and it leads to all these philosophical questions about: Is this life? Is this humanity? Um, what happens if there are multiple of people on the same ship? Um, and if you if you subscribe to the Bryce slicing technique of watching things, uh, which for the uninitiated is hit play when you're bored, skip to the end. If you're just looking for a two hour <laughs> jaunt, I recommend the first two and the last two episodes of the show. Uh, they get you everything you need. It's just one long sci fi movie. Another great thing that the character designs um, maybe feel a little off putting at first. Um, uh, if you know Yoshitaka uh, Amano, uh, he's the guy who did all of the illustrations of characters for Final Fantasy. He mm. was the character designer for that. And so when you see that, you look at some of this and go, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. This looks like Final Fantasy. No, oh, yeah. No wonder that sword is so ridiculously long. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so there you go. Uh, it's called Exception. There are eight episodes in total. It is on Netflix. Uh, if you've got something we should be on the lookout for, please email it to us, cordkillers at gmail.com. Thank you. Well, Halloween is over, which means it's time for you to buy Christmas presents from Brian. Uh, well, not from me. <laughs> buy them from our friends over at Doghouse Systems, doghousesystems.com slash rogue. As a matter of fact, um, you know what? I can confidently state 
that my 14-year-old daughter is not watching this. She will not listen to this. She will not know about this. But she turns 15 in just two days. So I hit up the folks over at Doghouse Systems, and I'm like, I've made a terrible mistake. I introduced Bioshock to my daughter, and now she notices that she doesn't have a mid-tier gaming PC. So I need one really fast and i don't mind paying full price luckily i went to doghousesystems.com rogue they're gonna upgrade it and they're gonna ship it overnight uh, uh, right from dallas oh. texas right here in deep in the heart of texas uh great great people uh, do yourself a favor team up with them man yeah that's it that's all you got yeah i mean that's enough that's oh plenty. no everything else sure. is oh no, no no this is me holding my powder tom holidays they approach Soon you will need gifts. Soon you will be hearing from Brian. Some people do. I mean, there are some people who are already thinking about. Okay, those people. Those should people could go, go to scamstuff.com. Scamstuff. Okay, gear for the monitor. But get, get don't actually stuff. buy anything yet because the bargains are coming. <laughs> oh. You know what? As a matter of fact, sign up on the email list. Go to gimme.scamstuff.com. I don't even know what we're giving away this week. No one knows. But sign up. And you'll be on the email list, and you'll hear about the bargains. The bargains are come. What do the Starks say? Uh, bargains are coming. Bargains. Yeah. He who declared the discount must wield the discount sword. Yes. That, that gives you that's the discount. A, uh, and then uh, his the head Stark was cut say. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lose your head. Sign up now. Let's move on to the front. <laughs> what else can we ruin? Uh, how about this? Comcast and Charter have created a joint venture. Uh, in other words, a company owned by Comcast and Charter to create a streaming service that includes streaming devices, content, and a platform for content and advertising. The company will be called Zumo. And the existing fast service opened by Comcast called Zumo is being renamed Zumo Play. Zumo Play will be the anchor app on the Zumo devices, as well as remaining available independently of Zumo devices. Uh, Comcast's Flex Streaming Box will be renamed Zumo Stream Box, and Comcast's Class TV line will become Zumo TV. So basically the companies are just contributing their cord cutting stuff to this and uh, making a cord cutting company. God, I hate it. <laughs> I'm sure everyone else will love it though. Man, if there's one thing I love is a brand I hate changing its name to another name that sounds dumb. There's Sling and then there's Sling TV and then God. there's Sling AT&T.TV and the... the <sighs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, Paramount reported Paramount Plus grew forty uh, grew to forty six million subscribers in Q three. Its ad supported Pluto TV service added two point four monthly million monthly subscribers to seventy two million with ads uh, with strong double digit year over year growth in total viewing hours. Paramount's uh, chief financial officer Naveen Chopra said that an earning in an earnings call Wednesday the the company sees quote opportunities to increase price on Paramount Plus and that will be able to see it quote do that in the future yeah. uh so they're gonna they're gonna raise the price of paramount plus it's yeah it, it sounds weird to cheer for people raising prices for this kind of thing but again that's a sign of brand maturity and growth into you know actually having i don't know what they promised if paramount were smart they'd team up with lionsgate to create pluto the spinoff company and pluto <laughs> tv would become pluto play and they could put out a Pluto TV. Tom, I, I don't know why you're so fascinated with brand titles, but I, I, know, I, I look forward stop. to emails at cordgillers at gmail.com. I'll, I'll try to dial it back from now on. I apologize. Uh, Roku added 2.3 million streaming accounts uh, to reach 65.4 million last quarter. Total streaming hours also rose 1.1 billion to end up at 21.9 billion hours in Q3. Revenue was up 12%, but the company lost money, 88 cents a share, which was less than expected, but still <laughs> losing money. Roku warned that an advertising slowdown would see revenue fall 7.5% next quarter. Uh, AMC Networks, however, is bringing 11 new free ad-supported channels to the Roku channel. So if you go to Roku channel, you'll be able to watch some AMC content. And speaking of AMC, AMC Networks itself announced that it has 
11.1 million paid streaming subscribers across all its services, which are AMC Plus, Acorn TV, Shutter, Sundance Now, All Black, and High Dive. Hopes to have 25 million by 2025. Uh, dude, those numbers are no joke, especially when you consider that uh, the paid streaming subscribers don't even count. Like, like, uh, yeah, no, I guess the streaming accounts 65 million. That's incredible. Yeah, uh, the Roku Roku numbers are no joke. You're absolutely right. AMC, on the other hand, should probably team up with Paramount to make Pluto devices. And they can put it on a planet, Tom. <laughs> no, but you know they're going to put it on Jupiter. Celestial dwarf. They're going to put it on Jupiter. All right. Disney's been raising prices on various versions of the service, and its Hulu Live TV cable replacement service is the latest. Starting December 8th, the Hulu Live with ads, Disney Plus without ads, and ESPN Plus bundle goes from $70 to $75 a month. For Hulu without ads in that same bundle, it's $83 a month. Sling TV is also raising the price of its orange and blue packages each by five dollars to forty dollars a month orange is the one with espn and abc blue is the one with fox and nbc crystal clear when you think of fox what color do you think of you think of fox news you think about politics you think that's right blue uh when you yeah. think nbc you think of ms msnbc you think well i mm -hmm. guess that's blue yeah i, I don't know when I think ABC, I think oranges. <laughs> Hello, Direct TV, cable. Can you guys take me back? I, the the point the point of these uh, is that everybody's raising their prices. That that that's right. really that's really the story here. I think again, like I am firmly of of the thought that that this is good and indicates a a, a, a positional superiority in the market and a maturity. All right, a few other notes here. Netflix renewed Sandman for a second season. Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Uh, Marvel's Agatha Coven of Chaos has added Aubrey Plaza to the cast. CBS News Streaming, NBC News Now, and ABC News Live, uh, they, those are all streaming news services in the United States, are going to do election coverage throughout the day Tuesday and then begin simulcasting with their broadcast networks during primetime. So you'll be able to stream lots of election coverage that way. Jimmy Kimmel will host the 95th Oscars next year. Uh, that'll be his third time. He previously hosted the Oscars in 2017 and 2018. During Stranger Things Day. Oh, by the way. It was Stranger Things Day on November 6th. And during that day, uh, Netflix announced the first episode of season five of Stranger Things will be called The Crawl. C-R-A-W-L, like a pub crawl. The Crawl. Uh, mm -hmm. And it will be written by the Duffer Brothers, the series creators. Finally, we got a trailer for Avatar The Way of Water, which is coming to theaters December 16th. Wouldn't it be great if like the kids were finally like just entering college and the whole season was suddenly just a, a, a rom-com of, of them crawl. doing <laughs> I was a pub crawl. Like, thinking the same thing. <laughs> like yeah. nothing strange happened or, or it's like strange referred to. Uh, it's all happening strange. outside. All of like the, the uh, like hot fuzz or something. <laughs> like, right. Uh, how did you feel about the avatar, the way of the water trailer? Don't Did you see it? Oh, I did. I watched it. Um, it was a lot of trailer, which is fine because Cameron's going to probably have a really long movie for us. Uh, I I like what I saw, um, but I'm a big fan of, of 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 them, so I don't I don't know. I I honestly I just felt like it was just too much of it. I'm like, oh, this is too much blue. I didn't, just wait till the I, till the movie gets here. I need to There's see that trailer in a theater. Is what I what I thought. I, like, I that think movie I need to is see made it. for a theater. Absolutely, uh, Bryce. I didn't watch this trailer. Uh, just imagine you in your head. Just you, imagine you blue. You watched the first Avatar movie. I was going to say, I'm watching it on silent, and I feel like it's going to be a lot of the blue cat people again. So. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, the blue it cat is. people in yeah. blue water. It's it, great. It does, it's very it, blue. I, I want to be very pretty. optimistic because they put so much effort into building the biology, the craft of the world building, and all mm -hmm. of the, the lore and so on. But ultimately the trailer as it looks on my computer or phone or what have you <laughs> just, just looks as plastic as any other CGI, anything that you would imagine. Yeah. Take that. Take that. <laughs> All right, let's get to the dispatches from the front. Anthony heard us talking about the fact that there are no new streaming services uh, launching and thinks uh, maybe they're 
less lucrative than cable. Uh, wrote, Paramount was hit hard in the stock market for its questionable future, which I feel could be said of Peacock and others. Cable topped out at around 100 million households and made fortunes with it. I just don't see how that same amount can do the same in streaming, seeing the problem HBO Max has being near 100 million subscribers. What will it take for these services to find profitability? It's going to have to be answered soon, seeing as cable households are dropping fast. Uh, Anthony asks a very honest question and probably one that a lot of you have. Uh, the, the thing to remember is HBO Max is not cable. HBO Max is a series of channels on cable. So what Warner looks at is not how did cable do? Is HBO Max going to make as much money as Comcast made? Uh, it's going to say, how is HBO Max doing related to the revenue we got from HBO, TNT, TBS, et cetera, from cable companies. And that revenue came from ads, which they're also doing on streaming services, as well as from carriage fees, which they had to negotiate. They don't have to negotiate carriage fees anymore. They just charge you directly. So they're keeping a bigger percentage of that pie already. And uh, they have no limit. Uh, they were limited on cable by the amount of households cable was in. Now they can sell to anybody who's got an internet connection. Uh, anywhere in the country. So they don't have to negotiate for carriage in order to get in front of customers. They're in front of all the customers that are out there. So the the real fact of the matter is these companies are already seeing greater profit per subscriber than they did when they were operating channels on cable. Yeah, the, they don't have to worry about the sunk cost of infrastructure anymore. They're able to totally just reap the rewards, of, you know, take all the cream off the top. Uh, Michael from Texas writes in saying that he recently had to re-up for both Disney Plus and for HBO Max, and they both offer discounts, quote, if you subscribe for a year. He felt uh, that D Plus offered uh, him more value per sub than Disney, Disney, HBO, Max, or whatever it's going to be. So shop with your wallet monthly or annually, which got me thinking about how close we are to going back to the days of contracts. And all of a sudden now we, we've had a bit of distance, Tom. You and I have tried to be pioneers about cutting the cable cord. It's now been long enough that I can't remember whether or not you had to pay a penalty to cut off your contract if you signed up for a year or what you lost. With DirecTV, when I cut my uh, service, I was out of a contract. I didn't have a contract or anything. There, so there was no fee. Uh, with cable, though, I think, yeah, sometimes you had one or two year contracts. And when you canceled, uh, you had to pay the higher rate. Uh, so, so if you canceled early, then you lost your discount. Um, with these services, they're subscriptions, not contracts. Right. So I think what they say is like, yeah, you can cancel your service, but you already paid until December. So you'll just keep getting the service until December and then we'll stop charging you. Yeah, you're right. Because you buy, you buy the service for a year at a time to get the lower yeah, rate and you on pay a per monthly basis. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like the contract where you were paying monthly. Yep. Uh, Matt wrote in uh, saying that he was utterly delighted by Weird, the Al Yankovic story, mentioned that it's on Hulu or uh, Roku. Uh, I suddenly realized everything I've heard about this has been amazing. All of the marketing has been incredible. It's, I've heard nothing bad about this. I suddenly realized as somebody who likes to use a desktop and only use the monitor in my media room as a monitor, how would I best go about watching this that doesn't involve me picking up my TCL remote and opening up the Roku? The Roku channel dot Roku dot com. The Roku. Okay. Well, that was yeah, simpler I just did a Google than I search, though. You could you could just search Roku <laughs> channel on on DuckDuckGo or Google or whatever you use, and it popped up right at the top of the search results too. And is it free with ads, or do you buy? Yep. Can, can I buy it? Yeah, Google free, just shows you the ads. ads on the search engines. So they're just automatically in the middle of your search <laughs> no, results. No, the Roku channel. I think he meant the Roku channel. Oh, yes. okay. Because no, it didn't seem like he needed Google. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no the, the, the Roku this channel is This is the problem with, with me actually asking no. an earnest question is I'm not prepared know, right? for yeah. all of the stabbing <laughs> that comes with this. <laughs> well, it's uh, a Roku no, the original Roku on the Roku channel, but you don't need to get it on the Roku box, but it is the Roku app. Where do I write it's... a check? How do I give somebody money? It goes to Jupiter to get stupider. Okay. You use your oh. eyes to watch it for free on the web. <laughs> By the way, do you ever watch any of those that stuff? Like the Roku channel oh. stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like... Uh, 
it's according some places I trust uh, their ads. Some places I don't. Roku Channel does a pretty good job of giving me okay ads and not too annoyingly. So yeah, they're all right. Did you watch the Weird Al? I haven't watched. I have it not yet. watched it yet, though. though. Yes, that is, that is on my list. I, I've heard the same things. Heard a lot of good things about it. I just haven't got around to it yet. Well, we're glad we got around to having you back on the show. It took too yeah. long, so come back soon, please. I'll do it. Thank you, Tom, Brian, Bryce. Yeah, that was an awesome shift where you accepted responsibility and then immediately dumped it on Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brian, if people want to find you without the two of us clowns around, where do they go? (laughs) Uh, Well, for the time being, twitter.com forward slash the Brian Dunaway, or you can just go to briandunaway.com, and that is B-R-I-A-N-D-U-N-A-W-A-Y. Only one N and only an I and not a Y. Excellent, my friend. Oh, it's so good to have you back. Oh, thank you so much, guys. It was a lot of fun. Our website is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. We are live on twitch.tv slash night attack. Also carried on diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Hey, Tom Merritt, what's going yes. on? I'm just hanging out here watching this scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing? Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons, all these wonderful I'm sorry, names. I'm too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, patreon.com slash cordkillers would be the place to go. I mean, they're, yeah. scra- they're, they're scratching our itch, like, because we're I think addicted. as long as it's consensual, like, we're fine. We're addicted to their money. And love. Might as well face it. Well, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>